Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back with the Age Gap Realness Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Workman, and I have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brandon Dawson. I'm so excited to be on the show today. You, that, that does not sound excited. That's <laughs> well, not even remotely Well, out of excited. fairness, we just shot like 15 minutes and had a technical glitch and lost all our audio. So. Which was all my fault. <laughs> the technical gl- yeah. glitch was all my fault. So we're starting over and I forgot everything I said. But the, why does that mean you're not excited? Why? I am, I'm very excited, but I was going to like lead into where we left off, but I just realized momentarily in my tiredness and sleepiness that uh, we're starting over. So Brandon is a little bit tired because last night we were at the Impact Players Tour until about 10 or 11 o'clock 10 or 11 with because Grant and Brandon Elena. was speaking at this yeah. Impact Players Tour. It was an event in Phoenix, Arizona, where there were a bunch of business owners and people talking about mindset and money uh, all coming together to put on an event for people in, in Scottsdale, Phoenix, Glendale-ish area. One of our fabulous Cardone licensees put the program on. There was like seven or 800 people there. It was pretty it cool. Was, it was amazing, yeah. But so Brandon's tired because we stayed up a little bit late last night. Dreaming about the business, talking about our future with one of I had our my business, business partner, partner Mason Walker there. And yeah, we went to dinner late because we were all very late like dinner. 10:30 and- I was hangry. I actually snapped at you a couple yeah, times you, last you're, night. You're not a good uh, co-pilot. Let's just put. No, it that I way. was a great co-pilot. You just didn't listen very well. <laughs> I was talking to Mason. <laughs> That's probably why. Anyway, long story short, we had to get on a flight home this morning. That was pretty early. And I am actually worried that you're not going to have enough energy and stamina to make it through these podcasts today. I know for a fact, for a fact. Uh huh. Let's hear. Yeah. That mm-hmm. there's at least mm-hmm. two cans of Red Bull in this building. I was going to say, where is going to be your, your energy kick from this afternoon? I, think, I don't know. We'll see. I feel great. What is my I'm sign? A little slow. Uh, my mind is a little slow, which I'm sure you're used to, but. The listeners might not be because uh, of how witty and on the spot I normally am. Speaking of <laughs> being witty and on the spot, what song would you like to grace us with today? I No, there's no song. You just sang a song to Will and I right before we got rolling here. No. Please. I don't have a voice singing Please. voice. I'm not singing the song. I, I was Yoda. You forced me into being Yoda in the last show and then I got you mocked into shit. all over You're the global internet. People mocked me as a horrible Yoda. You were so cute with the little graphic that Will had with Yoda <laughs> that over was your face. That no one told me, me he was going to do that. And then I saw it. I just busted out laughing. Was... So quick song and then we can get no, on to the real get topic. To Let's get on to it. No, just a quick song. No. Just a quick, 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 quick. No. What about like a good, a good afternoon I, I song? assure you, I assure you, as certain as I am sitting here in this chair, none of your listeners are listening because of my singing. I don't know. I think they like it. They like you. Okay, that's probably true. All right. I don't blame them. I so do. talking about today, now that I can't you know, force you into singing for me, I, but I, I'm still crossing my fingers, uh, I want to talk about the importance of investing yourself through going to events. Since January of this year, you and I have been to eight or nine different events, some of which we've had speaking at, some of which we've just gone to in order to participate in and learn and grow and develop. Uh, and it's it seems like it's, so easy to access content through YouTube and through Instagram and through Twitter and all of these free resources. But I want to talk today about why it's important to actually show up to an event, how to meet people while you're there, and how to use events to catapult your career, your personal life, your relationships to the next level. Great. I, you know, you know this, but 
Autogy was built on events. Mm -hmm. And I learned that from my mentor, Hector Lamarck, because he is Primerica and, and they do events and they're, they're consistent. Like every Tuesday night they have an event hmm. because that way people know if they can't make it this Tuesday, they come next Tuesday. There's always the consistency. And then they have the training events and they have the team events. And, and so I applied that to Autogy and we were running five, six meetings a year and people from all over, all over the world actually would come to these events. Mm -hmm. and, it created a community, right? Mm. And without those events, even if people are doing things online or talking on the phone, it, 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 without those events, you can't create that bond and that interpersonal uh, community and sense of community. And you really don't, you know, when you just go s somewhere or you watch somebody and you don't really understand fundamentally how that maybe they did what they did because you're not sitting there and talking to them and deep diving into it, you go off and try things that people are talking about, but you don't have the context around it, and then they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And we can also know when people were thinking of quitting or leaving because they'd stop showing up to the events. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the psychological thing where they're disconnecting emotionally. Mm -hmm. And when they stop showing up, we had a saying, when they stop showing up at the events, they're going to leave because they're no longer vested in the things that's happening at the events. And uh, so the uh, going to events and being involved in events and having a purpose with events, I, I agree with you, are really important things. And there are a lot of great events out there, but there are also a lot of bad events out there. And I think you should show up regardless. But as somebody that's participating as an audience member, it's important to figure out what events you're spending time at and who the people are that are talking that you're listening to. And when you're at an event, you might not actually be there in order to listen to the speakers. Like there were, there are quite a few bad ideas or bad concepts that go around, but you could still show up to an event and study how somebody is on stage and their presence, but not necessarily fully adopt their methodology that they're speaking about. And just because you show up to an event doesn't mean that you should listen to every single speaker and that every single person knows exactly what they're talking about and has the thing that's going to save you. I'll when never, I'll never, for, sorry, I'll just, I'll, I'll never forget in the late 90s, mm -hmm. I was at an event and they had this uh, recognized PhD mm -hmm. get up in front of 2,000 people and talk to them about how to build a private practice. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting in the back of the room watching all these people taking notes and this guy pontificating about exactly how you do everything. But I was the guy in the back of the room that had signed a confidentiality agreement to buy that business. Mm -hmm. So I had all the financials. This guy, if it wasn't for his annual speaking events, he would be he would have been losing money. He was yeah, a so this is the, This is what owner. I was trying to get into is when it comes to paying attention to who's on stage what you have to know is in most cases, they're making their money based off of being on that stage and they might not actually do any of the things that they're talking about, but their business is selling from a stage. So as an audience member, it's critical to understand, like as the person's coming up, it's ideal if you do this ahead of time, but like vet who the people are that are talking to you and what they've done or created in their lives that actually matches to what they're saying from a stage. Because anybody can talk about high levels and theories and pontificate about what life should be like and give you the structure or this daily routine. But okay, what have you actually done in your life? Like what, what, what are you saying that that has contributed to that is in line with your goals as an audience member? Yeah, I think I think of our buddy DJ. He 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 did a great talk. Oh, DJ was amazing. And 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 the deal is, he's teaching people. 
he's he's created a unbelievable living doing finding a way to do something in real estate and he's like I got my business mm-hmm. my family's in the business we're all doing the business and I decided I had so many people asking me for help how do you do it I created my own system mm-hmm. and here you can pay me and I will te- personally teach you to do it but I'm with that guy he's getting texts and phone calls all night long and he's on the phone teaching people how to do the business how and to flip homes. How, how to flip homes and how to do it the right way and, mm-hmm. and, and how to fill out the paperwork, how to do the negotiations. And he really has a desire to help people. Like he's, he's not, he's got to be able to afford his time, but his true desire and you and I've spent enough time with him. He's just like, I just have a secret. I want everybody to be able to do it because it changes their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and, I would always question if I'm in an event or something and someone's talking about how to do things or whatever, I, I'd want them to be able to demonstrate it's something they do for their primary living. It's mm-hmm. not it's not a concept, it's not an idea, it's not a you know, a potential. It's like show me the money. And I think that's what we love about Grant and the people we're around now is that they Grant can show Elena you the both dollars. Did an amazing job. They both spoke at the event. Elena did a Q and A and Grant did a full keynote for like an hour and a half. Uh, and both of them just knocked it out of the park. And, and Jolene, I mean, here's a guy who started his business, came from nowhere and sold it for, you know, went through ups and downs, went bankrupt, rebuilt the business, and then ended up selling it for $28 million. And and just the ride he was on was just, you, there's no way somebody could have taken that ride mm-hmm. and not, be, and, and been able to go up there and fool the crowd. Like Yeah, but also, so getting back to the event piece, like, Joe is only in a position to be able to speak at an event that he spoke at yesterday because he showed up to an event six months ago and got noticed because he gave a donation to Grant's but foundation. He, and he did it because of his heart. I mean, right, right. right. But my, my point is, if you don't show up for, to the event, if you're not yeah. if you're not putting yourself out there and showing up to these different opportunities to get in front of the people that you're actually trying to get in front of, whether that's the client or the person that you want to date or your future boss, then you're you're never going to be able to have those moments where six months later you're speaking at the event, you're also having dinner with Grant and Elena and the two of us and Ryan and everybody. Like, and that's the same with us. If we wouldn't have shown up, we wouldn't be. Yeah, you can choose to not conversations. Right. But it seems like, oh, these events, like, why would I pay $1,000? How many people asked us yesterday, why would I pay $1,000 to show up to a one-day mastermind? Well, why wouldn't you pay $1,000? What else are you spending your money on, your hard-earned $1,000, to be able to get in return? Yeah, I mean, my answer is easy. I mean, where where can you spend any amount of money to spend a day with somebody who's going to walk you systematically through how they did everything to become successful. I mean, that that information is invaluable. And most people don't have access to that. And t- to be honest with you, we only made that up because Mason and I were standing there and there were so many people saying they wanted help. And we said, we'll, we'll carve a day out of our schedule. But there's no way that that $1,000, you can't put enough people in the room to make it like for us to make a living doing that, right? So, so it, it, it's some it's our give back, and if somebody doesn't value that, then they shouldn't participate. Well, but I think to, it, to, I, to me, what was funny is there was somebody asking, there were quite a few people asking why we pay a thousand dollars, but on the other hand, there were people committing to spend twenty five thousand dollars to spend two days, and then also saying, "What else do I have to pay in order just to get thirty minutes of your time?" And so you juxtapose somebody not seeing enough value to even make it worth. I think it was like nine ninety seven 
versus somebody else who's saying, I will pay 25 grand and name your price so that I can just get 30 minutes of your time well, to be just able to help me. That just happened at the last event after I talked and I talked about, because I think people- Well, it just happened yesterday. Like last night I had I, that conversation with somebody. I know I was going to get to a different point, same same point you're making. Um, I think what happens is people, when they hear you talk, so this is a filter, I think, for people that go to these events. When you hear somebody talk, if they're directly talking about some pain point you have mm-hmm. or something that you want to learn about, and they, they're they knowledgeable, and you can tell like you can tell by the way they're communicating that they've got that experience, they're knowledgeable. For the people I was talking to that were willing to spend $25,000 plus, 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 they have real pain points, and they've got $5 million and $10 million, $15, $20 million businesses, and they're like, you talked about six or seven things that are huge pain points that are causing us to struggle. What do we need to do to get in front of you? The people that were paying a thousand were people that were saying, and most of those people were really excited to pay a thousand to get to spend time with us. There was a 100%. couple that were asking about it, but the 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 thing is, they're like, in fact, there was the one kid that ran over to me. He said, "Dude, I'm 18. I have a thousand dollars, and if I could spend one day with you and your president and learn how you guys did what you did, just if I took one to five things out of that." Mm-hmm. And he said, I Googled you. Everything you're saying is real. So I'm in. Like, And he's already DM'd me four or five times. When are we doing the date, right? Mm-hmm. But when I was getting to the other meeting, we had the two-day program for 25000 bucks. Remember that? And one guy said the same thing that the guy said to you last night. How do I spend more time with you? And I said, well, I have a $50,000 mastermind. Mm-hmm. And he said, how many of those can I get? Mm-hmm. Like people that are starving for information and that can tell that the person delivering it that has quality – like, I don't know growing up how I would get in front of those people if I don't go to events and I don't network and I don't learn to filter. The- yeah, you're not just going to get that level of connectivity at the bar, but when, like, or at the at the restaurant you're going to or at the happy hour, like you're, you're not going to know who to network with. And, and there's still opportunity to meet people. There's still opportunity to raise social capital in those moments. But if you're not showing up to events, you're not surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, who are all, everybody at least in the room has paid money in order to be there, in order to grow themselves. So you're you're at least somewhat in, on the same page about what your mindset is and what you want to be doing. Uh, unlike if you choose not to, you never really know. You're just kind of leaving it more up to chance. This kind of ties into the decision you and I have made over the last couple of weeks to pull the trigger on renting an apartment in Miami. Not just an apartment. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty spectacular apartment. A spectacular uh, Brandon apartment. likes views. He's like all about the views. And I just really wanted something that had a black kitchen and didn't feel too. (laughs) Yes, we did both get what we wanted. But the reason that we're making that movement, the reason that we're changing where we're spending our time is so that we can be putting together more events in the future every six weeks in order to attract like-minded people so that there is a place for them to actually learn how to structure the business, how to have the conversations that they need to have with their employees, how to align their team members with the goals of the business. And providing those opportunities and people saying yes to them will take them where they want to go. But if those opportunities aren't there, who else is going to help them? I think we're inspired because we had our June 1st and 2nd structured success program with with about $150 million of businesses. And the I, executive program. The executive program mm-hmm. that's now the 10X 360 program. Yes. Um, Why are you whispering? <clears throat> my throat hurts. All of a sudden you started talking very low. So, so uh, I think we're- sexy Brandon no, business voice. No, I was voice. getting ready to cough. Can you um, talk like this for the rest of the episode? Yes, I can talk like this. Oh. Okay, um, talk like normal. So- um, 10X 360, success in June. 
Yeah, I mean, we've had so many business owners that are already crushing it just from that two-day program and going home and applying things, just cutting through the mistakes and applying things. And, and I think that inspiration for us was to, we need to be running that program uh, on the West Coast and on the East Coast every six weeks. And we need to be going back and forth. And then with all the other boot camps and programs, uh, getting in front of all these business owners or these aspiring um individuals that want to succeed and being around that environment is just so invigorating for us because we thrive on that. And and the question I would ask people that are listening to this is how often are you intentionally putting yourself in play in environments that allow you to be inspired, right? You have to have the motivation to show up, but be inspired to go do something a little differently to create a bigger impact. Like, are you intentionally doing those things or are you sitting in your house watching it on YouTube and then for any business owner, like I, I was thinking when you first brought this up, I was thinking if I owned a business and I was in a market, wouldn't I want to go to every one of those events? Right. Absolutely. Like I just started going to events in Portland and you and I just had a meeting last week with somebody so that we can host our own events in Portland as well. Like why, why not bring people to you if you're wanting to get known and you're wanting to be able to provide opportunities and thinking and like-minded people in your area like the only way that you're gonna be able to do that is through either creating events or going to existing events and if there aren't any events around you then you have to throw them and yeah that's a huge opportunity in itself right right absolutely and find like-minded people who just be bold enough to do some things and i i think getting yourself out there meeting people listening to messages aligning with messages and then building relationships and digging deep so that you can you can apply things that you can learn versus just trying to do it always on your own and confined in your own, you know, your own mind space. What questions do you have for me? We're working on Brandon asking questions still, guys, just to give you an update on this. He's getting a little bit better, but he's still pretty used to ending his thoughts with a period instead of a question mark. So let me throw it to you and sure. say. So what was the number one thing you learned from my talk yesterday? From your talk yesterday, well, there was a bit of a technical difficulty that I had to go take care of halfway through it. But during the first half, I feel like that is a very self-serving question. I was just curious how much you paid attention. I always pay attention to you. Well, then you should be able to answer the question. Uh, I think one of the most masterful things that you do when you're in an audience is your ability to break the barrier between hi, I'm up on stage, look at me, I know everything, I'm the expert, and actually meet the audience in a conversation. So when you yesterday specifically started asking the business owners in the room to stand up and engage with you in role play about how they should be pitching themselves when they're meeting new people and prospective presidents of their companies in order for them to grow and 10x their businesses, it's always profound to me how you're able to move people so quickly into realizing that they aren't communicating their vision in the proper way. That was a good one. You were paying attention. I was paying attention. I, I thought always I pay saw attention. you sleeping over there. I would never I'm sleep during your speeches. You I'm did, like your you biggest. I'm your biggest fan. Your biggest cheerleader. I scream the loudest. I clap the hardest. That's true. So what else? Did I you, take the most notes. <clears throat> what else? What, what was the biggest takeaway for you yesterday of all the speakers? Oh, that's 
a really good question. That was a little bit less self-centered of a question. I just too. wanted to see if you paid attention to my talk. Yeah, I did pay attention. Of course, okay. I paid attention to your talk. That's a silly question. Just so your ask. listeners know, that, you know, just so. Oh, they that know I mean, that, that is a good attention. tip. If your if your significant other is up on stage or doing anything where they are in the limelight, taking notes on what they're saying, making sure that you're engaged, even if you've heard it hundreds of times. I have heard that talk and pieces of it hundreds of times, maybe thousands of times. I hear it constantly. But if I'm disengaged and I'm acting like I don't care, what message is that sending to everybody else that it's just old news and that there's nothing else to learn? There's always something to learn. When you're well, with somebody who's smart and engaging and dynamic, and I happen to be with somebody who's smart, engaging, and dynamic, and I'm very lucky for that, and I appreciate you for that. Um, and mm -hmm. you are so valuable to me because you understand what I'm trying to do. And sometimes I get out of alignment in my talk mm -hmm. and then we can sit and talk about it afterwards. You can say, I am laser focused on every word that you're saying because I'm trying to give you clues to, I well, know how your brain works. After and I my try talk to yesterday, give we you clues we, about who to mention or what to bring back yeah. up and just like tie things up for you. And after my talk yesterday, you said, you know, you really need to flip the end to the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's genius. I do. Because mm -hmm. I could feel the awkwardness getting there. Mm -hmm. But if I'd have flipped it to the beginning, then the story at the beginning would have been more intriguing to the people mm -hmm. that were listening instead of them waiting, like, where's this guy going to land? I give you really good feedback <clears throat> on your talking. Like, I yeah. don't lie to you and just say, oh, you did a great job, babe. Yeah, but and you don't you, I want that. You, did, I want that you do a great job, but I always tell you what you could do better, how we could change the content, and how we can flip things around. Yeah. What was your other question for me? Uh, what was your biggest takeaway from from the any of the speakers? I I mean I'm a little biased here. Elena's Q and A yesterday was it's just like picking her brain apart. We had the chance to have dinner with Grant and Elena the night before, and so we we had started a conversation, and she kind of picked up on it uh, back. She picked it back up at the end of the um, the Q and A yesterday of her talking about how she really deals with Grant and how he pushes her and she harnesses how tough he is on himself to make herself be better. And he's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to her. And I think what I love so much about that message is in these relationships where there's one person that is just so powerful and such a force, which is you you've always been powerful in such a force sometimes society makes me feel like i should be apologizing for how much of an impact you make on me or like oh you didn't teach me much or oh i already knew this on my own and yet her she's wicked smart she is dedicated she's an amazing mom she has all of these amazing skill sets but she still gives so much credit back to grant of saying he has just changed my life he's rocked my world and taught me so many different things I'm not going to get emotional on this one. Um, well, your eyes are getting emotional. Why yeah, I, I think I think it's just because she just reminds me of that. Like sometimes I feel like I need to not give you credit for things because people tell me that I shouldn't. And yet, like you've you've changed my whole life, and I'm blessed and lucky to be with somebody who has changed oh. my life. And everybody should be with somebody who changes their life and pushes them to be the best version of themselves. And that's what you do. I love you for saying that. I think that's the the value that like the. 
I Will, love you for saying that. Is Will, Will, Will's <laughs> over there laughing. I'm trying to break the ice a little bit to get you. don't get have you to break to, the ice. There's no, no, no ice. I mean, you're, yeah, it's sweet. It's very sweet. But I think what you're saying is. Oh, uh, don't start with me in the, but what I think you're saying is. No, what I'm hearing you say. No. The value in what you're saying to people is. Oh, I like that. Okay. The value in what you're saying to people is of everything that went on, that struck a chord with you and it made you have gratitude and appreciation. Mm-hmm. You, and and that's what that's why your eyes welted up a bit. But I think that's the important. Like, like that was a big thing for you to go and be reminded of, right? Mm-hmm. And so because I, it's so it's it's backed up. It's it's backwards. Everybody has it backwards. You want to be with somebody that is pushing you so hard. You don't want to be with somebody who is just like you, and then you guys equally pull each other up. Like no, go and find somebody who is so much more advanced in you than you in certain things. And learn from them, but then don't be embarrassed that you've learned things and that you've been able to, like, I I know that I add things to your life too, so that it goes both ways, but you don't ever apologize about what I've taught you. Like, you're very appreciative. And I think as women, we we get from societal pressures, we get more influenced negatively around not giving our partners power over being taught things by them. I love going to events with you because I feel like those those moments where we're taking notes and we're sharing notes and we're adding value to each other, it shows us the appreciation we have for each other. What? Are you good at crying? No, I am not. Your cry. eyes look like they're a little well No, they're a little tired, but they're not okay. going to cry. All right. So how would you like to wrap I'll this episode up? i for you, my baby poo, I'll cry for you. Can't you 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 did it? I just wanted to catch you off guard. Uh, I'm very um, appreciative of my ability to persuade you to yeah. do things you don't want to do. You you definitely have the ability to persuade me to do things I don't want to do. All right, what are your closing thoughts for investing in yourself, showing up to events, and and helping people think about how they can show up to events? Uh, actions fall thoughts. So whatever you're spending your time thinking about, uh, go do it and do it with intentionality and get some community into your life that, of people that are doing things that you're inspired to do. And you might have to go out of your town. Mm-hmm. You might have to search and find people. but Or you might have to start your own. Or you might have to start your own. But but just surround yourself with forward-thinking, like-minded people that will actually stress your thinking and that can be an example to whatever it is you want to do and put yourself in play. That's, that's what I'm hearing you say. Thank you for hearing me say all of that. I listen Those sound well. just like my words. <laughs> all right. Until next week, you guys, make it a good one. Thanks for having me on your show. You're welcome, my love. <laughs>